Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host for Nick's Nerd. Um, hey there, friends, folks, fam, fans. Uh, other words that start with F that refer to groups of people. It's March 10th. No, it's not. Last week was March 10th. It's March 16th. Hello. Welcome to Nick's Nerd News. I'm your host, Nick. I'm sure you guys are happy that I'm here with episode 201. It's wild that we hit 200 last week, right? I think it's wild that we hit 200 last week. Well, I'm here to talk to you about the week's news, as per usual, as with the nerd stuff, um, a, a welcome in, welcome back, thank you for listening, week in, week out, um, glad you guys enjoy the nonsense I spend my time talking about, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's Wednesday, my dudes, but... Let's just, you know, get some normal stuff out the way. Uh, the 101 League should be resuming this week. We did have to take a pause last week for for some unforeseen health reasons. Not mine, but in relation to our, our great host, Scott, um, and his personal life. Um, wishing a, a, a recovery to, to those involved. Um, also, uh, so we should be back at panels this, this upcoming Saturday for Super Smash Brothers Melee. Um, that will be uh, our third tournament, third tournament of 2022, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and make sure to follow them on Twitch, Discord, um, Instagram, Twitter, the 101 Esports League, uh, based out of Oceanside. Uh, also... Uh, as you know, you guys know, you can follow us on social media. You can like, share, subscribe, tell your friends about the show. I, whatever you guys feel is is the best course of action. And, 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 and without further ado, let's just get into the week's news, shall we? Um, Skull and Bones, the Ubisoft pirate game that seems like it's being in development for a, a straight decade now is finally, finally offering signups for its first public beta. Yes, Skull and Bones has finally entered beta after what feels like an eternity. And, uh, I mean, it was first announced as a spinoff of Assassin's Creed 4, which was a launch game on Xbox One and PS4. So, that tells you how long ago it was. Um... It'll be a decade next year. Holy shit. Um, Overwatch 2 also isn't dead. Um, it they uh, Bethesda, or Blizzard, I should say, Bethesda. Blizzard announced uh, that PvP and PvE will be released separately uh, when the game does officially come out. And it will, uh, you can start signing up for a closed beta that will start next month for PvP. 
Um, so PvP will start beta in April. It is not open, but you can go sign up to uh, get a chance to participate in it. Which, uh, again, a lot of people thought that Overwatch 2 was like a delayed into oblivion when they announced that it was delayed out of 2023. But, or 2022, uh, but it looks like it's not dead yet and, and things should resume uh, and looks like they might be it's still delayed, but on, on track again. Um, Elden Ring, the, the Souls game that has taken over the world. Of course, it is made by... Um, why can't I think of their damn name? Uh, the developers who, of course, make Dark Souls and Demon Souls and Sekiro. Of course, they made Elden Ring. Uh, the Elden, Run, Elden Ring speed run has been broken so many times already. It was broken twice in the same day. Twice in the same damn day, which is wild. So it first started, uh, the speedrun was broken. They were both clocked in at less than a fucking hour. Um, someone rolled credits at 59 minutes and 38 seconds. YouTube user... Little Aggie. Um, and then a few hours later, Distortion 2 finished it in 49 minutes, 29 seconds. What, Which is crazy because Distortion 2 was like, oh, this was my first time speedrunning the game. Uh, from software, that's the developers. First off, that's insane. Um, and now people have gone on to break it. Um... In less than 30 minutes. Distortion 2 keeps breaking his own damn records. He is the one who did it in 29 minutes, 27 seconds. And, and, and oh my god, that, that's the wildest thing to me. I don't know how you beat this game. I, I feel like you have to fight every boss, so I, I'm not sure how... I'm not sure how one would 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 go through. Um, granted, I'm making assumptions. I could be totally wrong, but yes, someone has beaten Elden Ring in under half an hour. I know there's other games where you can beat in like seconds, but that's because you like clip through the game and stuff. I'm sure they have to be doing this with Elden Ring as well. Um, Thirty minutes. Thirty minutes to beat a Souls game. Crazy shit. Uh, also. Nintendo, uh, Super Nintendo World is opening in the U.S. sooner than you think. Um, I completely didn't realize that they were going to do this at, at I, I knew they were going to do it at, at Universal Studios, Studios Hollywood. I just always thought it would, it would come much later than, than Orlando. Uh, but it, it will open at Universal Studios Hollywood next year. Um, themed merchandise should already be on the shelves at, at Universal Studios Hollywood, which is Universal Studios here in California. Um, but yes, a, a new themed land for Mario is opening. Um, I wonder what it's going to look like. I wonder if construction's already started. Um, but the Orlando one has been delayed till 2025. I just, like I said, I had no idea that they had planned to open it in, in California so early. Um, but but that will open next year. 
uh, to coincide with their other major themed areas of the park. But that, that makes me really excited. I haven't been to Universal in a long time, but it's, it's nice to hear that it is opening sooner than expected. Uh, Gamescom is still on the books for this August. Uh, what is technically the world's largest uh, gaming convention by attendance, um, not as big as E3, um, is still planning to take effect this year. Uh, however, it will be a split online and in-person event. Um, as the world gets back into hosting live events and conventions. Um, it's been announced that PUBG Mobile, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds Mobile, will be having a crossover event with Warframe. So if you're playing, um, if you're playing PUBG Mobile, you can uh, have a fun crossover with Warframe. Um, and then in the strangest thing ever, we talked about last week about Many gaming companies and movie studios and things like this are 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 boycotting boycotting Russia and pulling out of Russia and and things like this. Um, Russia, in a, a move, really kind of expected for Russia. They've allegedly legalized piracy. Um, they're easing their copyright laws allowing people to essentially steal movies, games, TV shows, and, and the like uh, because they are being cut off from the rest of the world. Uh, they're allowed to go in and steal. Uh, the Russian Ministry of Economic Development proposed relaxing their privacy legislations. Um, and uh, the ministry said, quote, I'll, I'll read this with a, with a terrible accent, the possibility of lifting restrictions on the use of intellectual property contained in certain goods, the supply of which to Russia is limited, is being considered. This will smooth out the impact on the market of breaks in supply chains, as well as the shortage of goods and services that arose due to new sanctions by Western countries. Unquote. See, I interviewed a Russian man. Uh, who, who gave us this. Um, uh, but the other problem with this is they're under no obligation to play talent creators or, or creators in general. Um, and of course, there's a lot of state-run media and things like that. So it, 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 it sucks for the people. Um, but again, it's, it's because of how shitty they're, they're acting over there. Uh, a Russian newspaper went on to say, quote, Since many Western studios have refused to release new films in Russia, the parliamentarian believes that thanks to the torrent tracker, users will be able to watch Hollywood films, unquote. Look at that, just Russians coming in and, and uh, taking over my podcast too, apparently. It's not even my best accent. I've done better. Anyway... Uh, today, uh, Xbox held an indie showcase uh, showing off a, a slew of new games that would be coming to Game Pass and console. Uh, Immortality, where a game that you play through, like rewatching home videos. Uh, Flintlock, The Siege of Dawn, the uh, is a new RPG from the makers of Ashen. Uh, Cursed to Golf, some new pixelated golf game. Escape Academy, There Is No Light. Uh, whale fall, which is this cool RPG where, like, there's flying whales, and when people start taking the whales out and they fall to the, the world, 
it messes with the politics and, and culture of the world. Uh, WrestleQuest, a new game where you team up with, with wrestlers like Randy Savage and others to become the world's best wrestler. Uh, Tunic, which is finally coming out, a game they've been shown off for, for a while. It was made by one man. Uh, Crusader Kings 3, console edition. Void Train, some other movies. Chinatown Detective Agency. Uh, and then Trek to Yomi, a game that was actually shown off during PlayStation's State of Play last week as well. Uh, it's a, a side-scroller game, samurai game, that uh, looks to be inspired by old sci- sci-fi movies, um, kung fu movies, and, and old samurai films. And it is a side-scroller. It's black and white. It's really cool looking. Um, those were all shown off at the Xbox Indie Showcase. Um... If you are playing Elite Dangerous on console, uh, developers have announced that they are ceasing all future development on console adaptations, DLC, as they focus on making sure the PC version is the ultimate place to play Elite Dangerous. Sad news there. Um, Dr. Disrespect has finally, finally resolved his court issue with Twitch. Uh, while the details of the issue have still yet, yet to be disclosed, um, his lawsuit with them has has been resolved, but he will not be returning to Twitch. He will not be returning to the Twitch platform. Um, he did tweet out, moving on, uh, and, and essentially saying, like, I'm done with Twitch. Um, he's resolved his legal dispute. Um, but it looks like he's going to be sticking with YouTube in the meantime, and focusing on the new AAA games studio that he set up with several others in the industry. We also got a trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which comes out very soon. The first movie was a welcome surprise. Um, the new trailer's friggin' epic. Uh, and then the poster is very evocative of the box art of Sonic the Hedgehog 2. It even has, like, Jim Carrey's Dr. Robotnik grabbing the number two, very much like the cover of the game. And and if anything, it just shows you how they're listening to the fans, especially after fixing what Sonic looked like. God, it was so bad. It was so bad. Uh, Halo. The Halo show has dropped another epic uh, trailer before the show premieres next week, a week from uh, uh, tomorrow. Actually, um, I'm very excited. That's three shows on Thursdays I gotta watch on Paramount Plus between Picard and oh wait no Discovery ends this week so never mind. Anyway, um, uh, there it shows off the profits, um, some more Covenant, um, some more ships. I'm very 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 excited to see where this goes um, and reviews. The first two episodes were shown to the press uh, at South by Southwest, and reviews are very uh, not 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 bad, not mixed, but 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 good, not great, but good. So that has me excited. Uh, EA has announced that they will not hold their EA Play event uh, this summer in in tandem with with uh, E3. I wonder what what how they're going to plan to announce new games then. Um, because that's usually how, how they do it. 
Uh, they do not attend E3, um, but they do attend. Uh, they do host their own event, usually the week before or the week after. Maybe they're rejoining E3. Who knows? Um, uh, Konami uh, has renewed their Silent Hill trademark. Uh, uh, while rumors start to swirl and, and gain traction at a possible reboot for the franchise. Uh, remember, it was supposed to be made anew when uh, Kojima still worked there. Uh, that Norman Reedus um, PT was supposed to be a Silent Hills tease or something like that. I don't, I don't remember completely. I don't play a lot of games like that. But it's very interesting, of course, to hear Konami renew their trademark. Uh, and then today, we got a lot of news in regards to Starfield, Bethesda's new game. Uh, there was like a round table, if you will, um, about the game um, and talked about companions, different factions, how you can join them um, and like you can join the bad guys and how space travel will work and, and many things and uh, it's getting people very, very excited uh, for what Starfield will be. I've heard some other things floating around not haven't been confirmed yet about the size of the maps, um, space travel, and how there's going to be like ship-to-ship -ship battles and things like that. So we'll see how that all plays out uh, when the game releases later this year. Uh, and that's it for gaming news today. Um, kind of light on the gaming news this week, but that's okay. Uh, we'll see what happens uh, as the year progresses. Uh, let's talk about some TV stuff. Uh, George R. R. Martin was was being interviewed and giving updates on The Winds of Winter, his book that should have been finished like a decade ago, um, and and his work on the Game of Thrones spinoffs that are going to be coming to HBO and HBO Max. Um, other than House of the Dragon, which we know is coming soon, uh, he gave some updates on the other spinoffs. Uh, there's going to be The Sne Sea Snake, 10,000 Ships, uh, a Knight of the Seven Kingdoms, which is based off his Duncan Egg books. Um, and then there's going to be at least one animated show, uh, The Golden Empire, which will take place um, in Yi-T, which, if I'm not mistaken, is in a part of Essos uh, that we've never seen before. Essos, of course, being the eastern continent east of Westeros. So simply named, oh my god. Um... But yes, this will be the, the most farthest east we will see. Um, and it will take place uh, about a, a millennia before the events of, of the main novels. Um, so be on the lookout for more Game of Thrones spinoffs and prequels on the way. Um, a day after the Obi-Wan trailer premiered, uh, Entertainment Weekly showed off our first look at Darth Vader in the series. Uh, it's more of a silhouette. So we don't we don't get to see a a, a, a whole lot of of him, but it, it's definitely there. It's very very uh, looming and, and imposing, uh, and I can't wait for this show. It's about still two months away, still two months away, but it it, it will most definitely be worth the wait. And it's interesting. It it premieres the first day of Star Wars Celebration, 
So I'm definitely hoping they have some kind of panel or something for it um, at Celebration because I'm going to be stoked. Because you know, you know they're probably going to have you in there. So I can't wait to see what they do for Celebration in just a few short weeks. Um, months, I should say. It's, that's still two months away. Uh, also, Kathleen Kennedy was being interviewed, um, and she was pretty forthcoming and forward about about the Obi Wan show. Um, she was being interviewed by Entertainment Weekly, and she essentially gave the reasons why they scrapped the original scripts that were written for the show. Um, she said, quote, we're looking, ultimately, to make a hopeful, uplifting story. It's tricky when you're starting with a character in the state that Obi-Wan would be in, coming off of Revenge of the Sith. That's a pretty bleak period of time. You can't just wave the magic wand with any writer and arrive at a story that necessarily reflects what you want to feel. Uh, we find Obi-Wan at the beginning of our story rather broken and faithless and beaten. Um, oh, sorry, that was Ewan. Um, so, end quote on her. And, and they, they got rid of it because of how bleak the scripts were. Um, Ewan went on to say in the same interview, quote, We find Obi-Wan at the beginning of our story rather broken and faithless and beaten, somewhat given up. He's different because of what happened at the end of Episode 3 with Order 66 and the Jedi Order being slaughtered and everyone who survived going into hiding. After dealing with his personal failure with Anakin, he feels that it's his personal responsibility that he allowed Anakin to be tempted over to the dark side, and that he wasn't able to stop that. His teaching wasn't able to protect Anakin from that, I think obviously weighs very heavily on him, unquote. Um, but it, 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 it sounds like even after rewrites that it's still going to be not super lighthearted, but, but definitely not as, as bleak as maybe they were originally written as. Um, we also found out that Darth Maul was, was going to be heavily featured in the series, um, but ultimately they felt they wanted to differentiate it from, I think, from Episode 1 and things, and decided to uh, use Darth Vader instead, which ultimately I think is the best decision. We've had so much Maul lately, and not a whole lot of Vader, and it's, it's nice to have Vader back in live action. Um... Because, I, granted, we had very little of, of Mauled in live action in, in Solo and, and um, just a brief amount more of Vader in Rogue One. So it'll be nice to see him uh, interact with Obi-Wan again. Uh, Toei Animation has announced uh, that multiple shows of theirs have been on uh, production, have been put on hold as they reel... Uh, and recuperate from a massive hack um, that affected the company. So uh, episodes of One Piece and, and other things like that um, will be delayed um, until they can fully recuperate. Uh, Alligator Loki from the Loki show that premiered on Disney Plus last year uh, will get an, an official Marvel comic debut and will get his own single issue. Yes, you heard that right. Alligator Loki is getting his own comic issue. A character that didn't even speak. And he's beloved by all. Very funny. 
Very, very funny, for sure. Um, definitely a comic I would read. I want to read about Alligator Loki and, and his uh, how he became to be stuck in the, the... What did they call it? I don't remember. Wherever all the things go after the TVA would, would uh, wipe them. Um, I can't even think of the name of the stuff because it's uh, been so long since the show was on, even though I loved it. Um, we got new trailers for the both The Boys and the Umbrella Academy from Netflix. Uh, the Boys Season 3 trailer looks to up the mayhem literally. A lot more gore and powers and things like that as the boys themselves start taking Compound V. Um, and then we got a teaser for the Umbrella Academy Season 3. Uh, which will drop on June 22nd um, uh, on Netflix. Uh, and the boys will premiere in June on Amazon Prime. Uh, Riot Games have announced that they have bought a major non-controlling stake in Fortici Production Studio. Um, they're the team that make the uh, League of Legends um, arcane cartoon that premieres on netflix uh, so it looks like they're probably going to be working with that studio a lot in the future um hbo max and discovery plus will eventually become one streaming platform once the merger of discovery and eight uh, uh, uh time warner take place um of course at&t famously merged and purchased uh, Time Warner several years ago, uh, just about four or five, um, and have already ditched the company, um, and they will be merging with Discovery Networks. Uh, and speaking of HBO Max, Kite Man, yes, Kite Man, the, the Batman villain Kite Man, uh, specifically the version that appears in uh, the Harley Quinn cartoon, uh, who is the ex-husband of Har of of Poison Ivy, if I'm not mistaken, uh, is going to be getting his own animated spinoff, uh, and it's 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 being themed as a a cheers for supervillains. So it will feature different major Batman villains and and the like uh, when the show premieres sometime in the future, uh, and it will stick with the adult content theming. Uh, present in the Harley Quinn cartoon. Uh, and speaking of the Harley Quinn cartoon, James Gunn announced today that he will be cameoing, cameoing, cameoing as himself in the Harley Quinn show. Uh, I'm guessing they're going to make a reference to, you know, the Harley Quinn movie and the Suicide Squad uh, and, and things like that with James Gunn appearing in the, in the show. Uh, Disney Plus uh, dropped, and Marvel Studios dropped their first trailer for the Miss Marvel show. Um, the one focusing on Kamala Khan. Um, looks like it showed off her new powers uh, that will not be inhuman-based uh, like they are in the comics. And it looks like she won't be able to embiggen herself or have her, like, stretchy type powers, but they'll be more cosmic related based off these kind of wristbands she has. Uh, looks to be very, very um, heavily inspired by other like teen comedies and dramas, which could either hurt or help the series. 
Um, we'll see, though. Uh, meanwhile, today was the official first day that the Marvel Netflix series have joined Disney+. Plus. So, Jessica Jones, Daredevil, Iron Fist, The Defenders, um, and none of them were censored by Disney. Uh, Disney Plus does have a new terms and conditions and parental lock and things like that. So that explains why they were able to finally put those shows on the platform. I'm excited because I haven't finished Daredevil Season 3 yet. I know it's several years old. Um, Wendy's have announced a big tie-in with, with Rick and Morty. Of course, Rick and Morty have already been doing Wendy's ads. Uh, but in Las Vegas, they're doing some kind of pop-up. And they're offering a Pickle Rick Frosty, which signs, sounds kind of disgusting, if you ask me. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, meanwhile, Paramount has announced a new Captain Kirk has been cast. Uh, Paul Wesley uh, of The Vampire Diaries has been cast to play Captain James Tiberius Kirk in Season 2 of Strange New Worlds, which uh, should premiere sometime next year. Uh, this has thrown somewhat of the, the fan base into a tizzy, as now we need to know how the time frame of that show works. Uh, and our final uh, TV news today uh, is in relation to Netflix. Uh, Netflix has announced that uh, just recently after rise, raising prices, um, they have announced... Uh, in a new blog post uh, that their uh, director of product innovation, Sheng Yi Long, uh, that the company is testing out a new feature in Chile, Costa Rica, and Peru. And, Peru, um, and subscribers in those countries will receive a prompt that allows them to add viewers who don't live in their household uh, for an additional um, cost uh, to Three U.S. dollars in Costa Rica is what it works out to, because I think Costa Rica uses the dollar. Um, and no word yet on if that will come to the U.S. It's still something to keep an eye on in the future um, after a practice where they used to not even care. <laughs> uh, that's it for TV news, though. Uh, moving on to some movie news here. Um... I, for some reason last week, I completely omitted how much I loved Michael Giacchino's score on the Batman. Um, honestly, it's it's almost as good as um, Danny Elfman's. Danny Elfman's score is still the best for Batman. Uh, it's definitely better than Hans Zimmer's. Um, but Giacchino's Batman score is, is top-notch. Um... Loved it. Friggin' loved it. I'm so, That movie's so good. Um, John Hamm recently was being interviewed, and he said that at one point in time he was being heavily considered to play Mr. Sinister um, in, in a uh, New Mutants like sequel that, of course, never happened because the New Mutants took like forever to even be released. Um <laughs> So that, that happened. Um, we also now know who will be directing Deadpool 3 for Marvel Studios. Uh, it will be Sean Levy. Uh, and it will now be the third film he will direct with Ryan Reynolds after previously directing Free Guy 
and the most recent uh, Netflix movie, The Atom Project, uh, which is getting glorious reviews uh, over on Netflix. That makes me excited. He knows how to work with Ryan Reynolds. Uh, I, I, I think it will it will turn out well. Spider-Man No Way Home has also released one week earlier than expected on digital storefronts. It is available now uh, for you to purchase um, and own digitally. Uh, the Batman uh, has taken another top spot of, of the weekend box office, uh, this time raking in an additional $66 million on its second weekend in theaters. That's like a 50% decrease, but that's usually about right. Um, let me see. Speaking of the Batman... Um, Sam Raimi was being interviewed uh, in regards to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And uh, he essentially was like, I would drop everything to direct a Batman movie because he loves Batman. And honestly, that, that makes a lot of sense for, for Sam Raimi. Um, and then also, we've been getting a lot of images coming out of the art of, of the Batman. And surprisingly, there's a lot of stuff in relation to the uh, the Ben Affleck Batman movie that ultimately was not made in the same book, I think. Uh, and it showed off what, what his Bat-out costume would have looked like in the movie, as well as what Deathstroke would have looked like in the film. And I gotta say, it looked pretty fucking badass. Yes, there's other stuff about Robert Pattinson's Batman, but I'm talking about a Batman movie that a lot of us wanted to see and, and unfortunately didn't get. Um, and uh, a couple more more stories here. Uh, Denny Villeneuve has said that the Dune 2 script is almost complete um, as more and more casting rumors start to swirl. Um, did I say that uh, Florence Pugh? Yeah, that was last week. Um, and that they are going to have more IMAX scenes. And final bit of, of, of news, movie news today, is in regards to uh, a potential new director for a Star Wars film uh, in Damon Lindelof. And I couldn't be more disgusted, right? It, it, like, him and J.J. need to be kept as far away from franchises as, as humanly possible. Because... They know how to start things. They don't know how to finish things. And look at Lost. Look at the leftovers. It, it like, no, go away. Do not give these two men access to premier franchises. It's just, it is not, it is not worth it. Okay, it is, it is not, not worth it at all. They need to go. They do not need to be around and people need to stop thinking that these guys are good because they're not. And I don't want, like, I gagged when I read that. I was like, Ugh, uh. I, I don't want JJ, I don't want Damon Lindelof anywhere near any franchise that I love or anyone should want, no one should want them near franchises that they love because they'll ultimately just fail at the execution it might look cool and it might seem cool in the beginning 
but then you know you you you're you're like you you just just you can't finish you can't finish at all um but that's it that is it for Nixner news this week um like I said, make sure to check out the 101 League. Should be there on Saturday from 1 to 4. Uh, also, check out nixnernews.com where you guys can listen to the show right in your browser. Or if you prefer, you can listen to us on the go. We're on all major streaming platforms. Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible, I think we're on as well. Uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and the like. Uh, also, while you're there, check out our social media tab where you can find all the funny memes that we try to post. Uh, or just follow Nixner News on your preferred social media platform of choice. With that, I will catch you guys on the flip side.